What's up, AO Hackers? Welcome to the CS Joseph Podcast. Today's question, how can an INFP self-improve? Now, sometimes, you know, when I'm submitted these questions, I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of a lame question. I'll email the folks, be like, can you ask a different question or ask in a different way because this one's kind of like on the boring side. But thing is, though, is that I don't really often talk about INFP self-improvement very often. And sure, you know, it's pretty covered in like, let's say season 19 in the uh, discover INFP uh, section at csjoseph.life forward slash portal. It's like, I think it's like 30 bucks to get access to that, just a one-time fee. And then you can like pay like a a huge discount just to get them all so you could have all of season 19 and also season 14 part one which is season 14 is the um, romantic compatibility and sexuality lectures uh, talking about golden pairs basically but the point is though is that like we've also been releasing other resources you know uh, the episode relating to cognitive transitions for infps that also has a lot of life advice uh, attached to it but also recently, we just released a couple of days ago, the Sloth Lecture in the members area, in the Journeyman members area. It's like 29 bucks a month to get access uh, to the members uh, area. It's very worth it. It's taking people about seven weeks total to binge through all of the content that's in there. I like, we got years of video content in there. I know oftentimes people get the membership just to like learn about their own type, but really they should be learning about their lovers, their children, their parents, their coworkers, their boss. So there's tons of uh, opportunities there. And speaking of which, like, you're like, okay, well, well, what about Mr. C.S. Joseph? I need to be able to type other people properly. Well, luckily for you, hopefully Guided Mode will be released this Friday on Ucha, which makes it like literally the best personality test in the entire world. We've reduced the type grade to just four simple questions and uh, field testing uh, these four uh, simple questions has an extremely high accuracy rate. And obviously, as people learn more about themselves and they become more familiar with the content, uh, eventually that accuracy will be 100%. You know, now in terms of like handing the test to, uh, to like a random person who's not familiar with the content, I'd, I'd still place it at a nine out of 10 accuracy, basically. Nine out of 10, for sure which is really, really accurate. Whereas, you know, you go to like 16personalities.com and that's not really going to be the case. But how do INFP self-improve? I've been talking about INFP self-improvement a lot uh, in uh, the Deadly Sin of Sloth lecture in the members area. And it's talking about like their, their, their primal need or their primal uh, uh, craving, the one thing that they're trying to get out of life, which is power and authority, basically. Which... I highly recommend you figure that out. The thing is, though, is that what is not really discussed as much is like, well, how? How does an INFP actually gain more power and authority? How can I improve? Because from my perspective, self-improvement is based on an INFP's ability to, you know, become successful. But success, as defined by an INFP, 
is basically measured on how much power and authority they actually have in their life, right? That's where that is, that, that's how it's measured, right? That's how they themselves measure it. That may not be how other people outside of them in the extroverted uh, verse uh, would define success, but what's really important is how people define success personally, and to an INFP, it's how much power and authority they actually have. So how, how can they actually self-improve? Well, it's not, you know, most, most of them, you know, like surrender their credulousness and just, you know, gather up for themselves education and credentials, or they seek out position, like positions of power, like, uh, like political power, political authority. The thing is, though, is that none of these things actually matter if they themselves become a container of power and authority, because as I stated in the lecture, it basically will decay over time because even power and authority is still subjected to the second law of thermodynamics, which is all matter is in a state of entropy. Well, power and authority is just like matter. It's, it's the same way. And as much as money is the same way due to like present value of the dollar thing is, is that like, if you were to win the lottery, uh, I saw Mega Millions was like at a 830 million and they just did like the drawing a couple days ago. I don't know who won. I don't care who won. You know, to me, buying a lottery ticket, as, you know, in the immortal words of my father would say, uh, lottery tickets is literally just a tax on people who are bad at math. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? It is absolutely a tax on people who are bad at math. And I don't want to be one of those people, so I don't participate. But... If you were to take that $830 million, let's say you won, and you were going to have like payments over time versus taking the lump sum, what's, what's the better financial decision? Well, because of the accounting principle known as the present value of the dollar, a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. So taking the lump sum, even though you're gonna get completely killed on taxes and, 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 and whatnot, it's still a wiser decision because the money is worth more now than it is worth tomorrow. So always take the lump sum. Power and authority is the same way. The thing is though, is that like oftentimes INFPs with what authority, power, success that they've gained in their life, they like to rest in their laurels, be slothful as we've discussed before. But the difference is though, is that they like to think that they are this monolith of power and authority, it decays, and then they end up losing their power. Because especially if people detect that they're being power hungry or authority hungry, they will go out of their way to take what power and authority that they have and take it away from them. Well, but here's the problem though. How can they hang on to their power and authority? How can they hang on to their success? No, that's the wrong, that's the wrong question to ask. The right question is ask is, how can they be in a state where they can consistently get more? That is the right question to ask. That is actually the true path to self-improvement for an INFP. Male, female, it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. So, what you end up having to do is, you know, just come to these terms. Leadership. Leadership is, is important because leadership means like, hey, you know, I'm gonna transfer what power and authority I have to other people, and then I'm gonna hold them responsible. 
you know, that, that's also an important concept. But here's the thing, like, how are they even able to do that if they're not even resourceful? Being resourceful, I've noticed that, like, NP types, out of all the 16 types, end up becoming the most resourceful out of all the types. And the reason why is, is because they lack extroverted sensing performance, yet they still have the need to maintain their introverted sensing level of comfort. And oftentimes, you know, this is how SPs do it. This is also how SJs do it. Concrete types, in order to maintain some semblance of introverted sensing, especially with SJs, in order to maintain some introverted sensing level of comfort, those people, what they end up doing is they, they, they try to upregulate their own personal performance, which can be difficult with an extroverted sensing nemesis or an extroverted sensing critic because their ability to perform is much lower uh, compared to SP types where it's a lot higher since it's expert sensing parent versus expert or sensing a hero, right? So this ends up becoming a major, a major issue over time. So what an NP has to do, especially INFPs, because let's face it, they have expert sensing trickster and that can continue to be, you know, a, a problem for them. You don't want to. You don't want to be like them. You don't want to. You want to find yourself in that situation. But they have to learn the habit, and it is a habit. It is a skill, but ultimately it has to become a skill that must become a habit. The habit of becoming resourceful. How are they going to exercise leadership? Because leadership is necessary. Proper leadership is necessary for someone who holds power and authority to not only maintain what power and authority they actually have. Leadership as defined by trusting other people with your own power, and they basically are acting in your name. And the fact that you have other people acting in your name is actually social proof that you have power and authority to begin with, while also they actually can gain you more power over time. They can gain you more authority over time. So you need to be willing to transfer that power to other people. And if you're not willing to make that transfer, you're trying to like, just some power grubbing person, and you're incapable of trusting other people, you're incapable of outsourcing your power and authority to other people, you will lose all of that power. You'll, you'll start regressing, regressing. You'll like, um, you'll, be, you'll become a loser, basically. And no one will want you. No one will think highly of you. No one will respect you. You'll literally be unnoticeable and no one will have anything to do with you. You know, this is... Uh, is a huge problem. And then afterwards, you might succumb to, you know, hedonism. You might succumb to being stuck in your comfort zone. You might just become total victim of your own sloth and just go nowhere in life. And all of a sudden, you wake up at 45 years old and your entire life has gone by. And you're like, what the hell did I spend that time on? And then you'll feel powerless, right? Feelings of powerlessness being the number one motivator behind INFPs even seeking any semblance of success in our life to begin with, right? And that too can be a problem. That too is a huge burden upon them, right? So it's situations like that you just got to be aware of, you know, you got to be aware of the consequences. And it's easy for me to say because I'm expert intuition hero and I can see consequences. Well, guess what? INFPs can see consequences too. Expert intuition parent. The problem is it's a parent. It can get lazy and tired taking care of all these little NI children in their life or even NI inferiors in their life. Um, and even maintaining their own and I to stay motivated. Well, I mean, feelings of powerlessness is ultimately what has to become their driver.
like I said, you know, if they're not willing to do that, if they're not willing to go that far, well, they need to they need to learn how to take the initiative. They need to learn how to get off their ass. But again, none of that is going to happen until they have strong relationships with other people that they are resourceful when it comes to people. They got to be resourceful when it comes to people. That's the key. That's the key to success. If you don't have any person in your life that you trust, that you can hold accountable, that you can transfer your power and authority to, that you can deputize in your life, you will be a complete total loser as an INFP. You'll get nowhere. You won't, uh, you won't be happy. Because don't forget, INFPs, you guys are affiliative. All about being on the team, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. It's all about being interdependent. And you're interdependent. Whether or not you can accept that or not, you are interdependent, right? You have an ENFJ shadow and an ESTJ subconscious. Guess what? You're triple affiliative, okay? So which means you're even more interdependent than everybody else out there. Sucks to be you. God, I couldn't imagine living life like that, but they do. So what business do you have not being resourceful? What business do you have not uh, trusting other people and outsourcing them, okay? You gotta learn what ENTPs do with trust checks. So, uh, but here's the thing though, like INFPs, like especially in sexual relationships, what they do is that they consistently, they consistently put hoops and make, they make their lovers jump through hoops. Why aren't you doing that with everyone else in your life? Why aren't you going out of your way to qualify people? Oh, but you know, you'd actually have to socialize. Oh my God. You'd actually have to like not be in your comfy behind the scenes uh, wallflower position while you're at the bar, for example, and actually take the time to introduce yourself to others. If you can't have the basic skill of self-introduction, I don't care how presumptuous it is, if you can't be presumptuous enough to do self-introduction to other people, then you will not be successful because how are you going to establish relationships with them? How are you gonna be able to put hoops in front of them to see if they want you enough to jump through those hoops to get closer to you so that you can learn how to trust them so that then you can outsource your power and authority, what power and authority you have gained in your life to them so that you can become successful. You won't be able to, like at all. So maybe you should figure that out. And stop expecting like life to deliver everything in your fantasy world, what you dream of to you on a silver platter. It is not life's responsibility. Grow up. Okay? Grow up. It literally comes down to spending effort. You guys are also triple outcome. Okay. So you're not even going to get out of bed unless you're guaranteed the outcome you're looking for? Look, here's the thing. Your superego is trying to get you to figure out that you need to kind of go on a journey and walk the journey, that you actually need to practice some things instead of just being entitled and having all these insane expectations when you actually go out in public and meet people. And you have to understand, you got to qualify people. you got to figure out if you can trust them. That requires significant time investment. But if you're not even bothering to introduce yourself to people because what? Because you're scared? Really? You gotta live life. No one gives a damn about you. 
no one actually respects you. The only person that actually truly can respect you, the only person that really truly can give a damn about you is yourself. So prove it to your superego. Prove to your superego that you could do this. And I promise you, you'll be successful as an INFP. Anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening. See you guys tonight.